Get in there close. Just get it. Just Let's get, get on. in there. Get ready. I think you're ready. Yeah. something to the effect of a final barrel house luchador podcast, which uh, should be a good one tonight. We are uh, coming to you tonight from the stadium site, of which about eight of us just took a tour with some other special guests, and uh, we just wanted to sort of talk about our experience and uh, what we got to see, what we're excited about and what we're not, and also to ask some fun questions to uh, the project manager from Messer Harmon Joint Ventures, who's here tonight with us, Jason Larkin, who we really appreciate. Uh, and uh, I figured the easiest way to get going is if we all just sort of introduce ourselves so the listeners at home know who the heck is talking to them. I am Evan Floyd. I'm one of the house hosts of the In the House podcast, and I'm pumped to be here. And I'm Matt Owens, Lucity Sting from Barrel Proof. Delighted, as always, to be here. I'm Jordan Cooper from The Final Judgment. He's not at all. We were expecting to say. He's not at all excited to be here. It it took three people for this to go into chaos. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't even me. I just said what I. I'm quite proud of that, frankly. Wow. He he actually, by telling his name, he actually told him his mood too. Yeah, absolutely. Go hand in hand. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. All right. I'm Ken Luther. I'm from Barrel Proof, and I'm from the Coopers. Uh, Brian Davis, also from. Barrel proof, right? Yeah, that's what you're on. I get confused sometimes. Yeah, I know. Jorge Pazmeño, uh, buenas noches y bienvenidos al Podcast Luchador, versión especial. Welcome, everybody, and nice uh, to be here. Yep, Jason Larkin, uh, Messer Harmon. I'm a project executive here on site. Happy to join you fellows tonight. Do you have your own construction podcast? Oh, no, not yet. Maybe, maybe it's in the works now. I don't know. Dude, that would be sweet. Very lucrative. <laughs> It'd be super boring. The sad thing is, <laughs> the sad thing is everyone here would listen to a podcast about construction of yeah, the stadium probably. if you did one weekly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, they probably would. I'm Andy Frederick, the co-host of the In the House podcast, and I'm excited beyond the capacity for rational thought to be here. <laughs> Eat that, Jordan. Eat that. <laughs> Are we going to flip a coin to... Decide whether or not we're going to review or preview there will the stadium. Be, yeah. There will be Why no not? coin tosses. This is very much a, a group effort. Um, I, I figured that the easiest way to get things going is since we've got Jason here and he was so gracious with his time, if we would uh, sort of ask him questions that people are interested in about the stadium. Uh, anything that you didn't know before we showed up here tonight or anything that you're uh, just curious about that we didn't already cover. Well, okay, that's it. Good, thank you. See you guys, Good uh, show, see you guys everybody. Next week. Good show. Barrel Proof is on Tuesday night. Uh, Three Jay- minutes. <laughs> and go. That was the fastest podcast ever. Uh, Jason, I think one of the things that we talked about earlier, um, uh, capacity. I think that's been one people have wondered about. And there was, well, it's going to be this many people. Um, we got some interesting info inside. So fire away, my man. Yeah, so capacity was relatively set when we started, but... Um, we got a special contractor out here that's able to optimize how many seats go in the stadium. So, obviously, Brad and the the group over at LCFC was 
interested in adding as many as they could. So we're definitely going to get the 11,900 um, fixed seats. And then everything in addition to that will be the standing room only areas. You know, some areas that are specifically for the supporters groups on both ends. They're meant to be standing because as far as I could tell, y'all never sit down. So no, um, never. Yeah, so why why waste money on seats if y'all are just going to stand anyway? So I sit down. Yeah, so I mean, I think <laughs> yeah, the stadium will I think the stadium will easily top out at fourteen thousand or more, depending on how many fans are interested in coming to see the team. That's awesome. Do you know what a tifo is? Oh, so to answer your question, absolutely, I know what a tifo is. Can you explain how tifos are going to work in this new stadium? The tifo, so. <laughs> There, we have a, I have a meeting with the architect every week, and every week we say, hey, are you done with the TIFO design yet? And they always say, we're, we're working on it. We've got some great ideas. Boom. So I don't have an exact answer to your question yet. I have not seen the choices, so to speak. But um, I, I think that the general concept right now is the TIFO would be hung from the roof structure. Um, it wouldn't necessarily be all the way, boom, way out on the front where it hangs over. Would it be further in the back kind of? winch it up over the over the fans up to the back and then when you don't want it up you put it down or whatever you want to do but so we're talking like pulleys and cables and oh yeah stuff like that yeah so it's kind of like hey here's the pulleys guys figure out what you want to do it's kind of so they'll need a uniform size or whatever for uh, this is how big your tifos are and now get to work you're yeah. suggesting we'll have to know how to measure things, right? <laughs> I am suggesting nothing. I'm just saying that I can't <laughs> wait to see a lot. I can't wait to see the first one scrolled up like a red carpet, cur- red curtain going all the way up to the roof for the first game. Yeah, there was, there's been it many like a postage stamp. Yeah, many <laughs> Google searches of Tifa. <laughs> see, we talked before this podcast started about how we all needed to be courteous and let each other speak. <laughs> and and everyone to each other. Be nice. Uh, we should have done more bourbon. That's probably what we're, or some bourbon. Purple stuff? I do well, see some purple stuff at the table. Speaking, there is some purple stuff. Speaking of bourbon, you know the stadium's already been christened with bourbon. I'm sorry. Well, I don't know. Has it? Yes, it, yes, has. it has. It was really? christened it was christened tonight. Oh, oh, well wow. done. Nice yeah. done. Well done. We're not going to ask any direct questions about where <laughs> or how. When he happened. Or what that means for our insurance premiums. <laughs> right. Let's just say there was no collusion involved. For, oh, uh, yeah, as an employee of Louisville City Football Club, I had nothing to do with any of this. You forgot the disclosure. That's, that's oh, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, Jason, unless someone else has a question. Matt's got a question. Yeah. Well, we, we keep getting all this quiet time, so I'm trying to help yeah. out a little bit. So we were talking about the timeline earlier. I mean, we've already got a lot of the steel up. It's already curving around into the supporters section. And you were telling us about when we should see that finished and the roof going up? Yeah, so there's several different stages. The stage that you see right now is, we'll call it the the lower bowl of the stadium. Um, That's all concrete. You can't really see that from the road or the highway, but what you can see from the highway is the next level, we'll call it the upper level. Um, that's the, all the blackish brown steel that you see out there. The next step is the big curved bending roof. Um, that'll start, you'll see a crane come in tomorrow. Actually, that crane is what will build the roof. So we'll start on that next week, build the crane, start putting up the first pieces of steel. And then around end of June, beginning of July, you'll see the main stadium structure done. All the cranes will leave the field. And then we'll start on the next step. So from the outside perspective, from just a person driving by it, 
it'll look done to the people in July. Yeah, so there's different iterations of the project, right? First, we're just out here drilling in the ground for four months. You're like, what the heck are they doing out there, right? And then now you see the steel go up, and you're like, oh, my gosh, they're going so fast. This is awesome. We're going to get to the next step. You're going to be like, again, what are they doing? They're not doing anything out there. We're inside, doing the paint, doing the drywall, that kind of stuff. Um, putting the actual aluminum grandstands in, things like that. Railings, very important to have railings. So, What I heard there was that it's going to be finished in, like, time for the playoffs this year. Is that playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> playoffs? Are we talking about playoffs? That, that, did I hear that wrong? <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> so what, what's your expected date? Are we, are we allowed to throw this I, out there? I think we're allowed. I don't, I don't know if it's uh, necessarily a secret. But, um, yeah, so we've been always talking about um, – uh, spring, right? We're going to be done in spring, right? That's when you start soccer. We're going to be done in spring. Well, just recently, the ownership group has kind of decided that they have a date in mind. That that date is in the middle of April. They don't want to have their first game for all the show off the stadium in this cold, snowy, rainy like weather. They want to be nice, you know, hopefully sunny. So because right as there. we've learned, April is brilliant for soccer weather in Louisville. Yeah, yeah. isn't it? There's, there's no yeah. rain in April mm-hmm. at all. Here yeah, in Kentucky. well, I snow. Think Sometimes. Yeah. How mad are you going to be if we go out and play on it? Like, if you'll come out there one day and we're just kicking around the side. Oh, Dude, just for the hell of it. From like, experience, don't do that. No, bad idea? <laughs> All right, yeah. that's fair. I'll say that there will be signs out there that warn the construction workers not to go out there or they'll be arrested. So I'll say the wow. same The same will apply to you, sir. Yes. All right. But I, I, All right. I understand these things very well. Absolutely. What... <laughs> 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 uh, is the biggest challenge you guys have faced so far in the construction of this? I mean, it's an enormous project. It's multi-million, tens of millions of dollars and uh, over a year's worth of construction. What has been the biggest issue or hiccup that you guys have come across? So we, when we first got the job, we expected to start in August, right? August of last year. If you notice, we didn't start until November. So there was a lot of decision on, Who's going to get the loan for the project? How much money are the ownership going to put in? Um, what is the project actually going to be? Is there going to be a roof on the project? So just all the upfront decisions that needed to be made kind of kicked us off late. So that's why the question of when is our first game becomes more difficult. Um, but Brad will tell you or the folks will tell you, we've always been committed to get it done when they wanted. So we're going to make sure it happens. But that was the biggest hurdle to get over. We're past that. So... I guess what we'll to pick a different hurdle to say is a big deal, but right now that's what it was. I have a question, and this is more of a kind of a, I don't know anything about it. So, like you talked about grass mm-hmm. and how the project advances, and you know concrete, and you have the seeds and everything else. But the weather in Kentucky is insane. Right, you never know what's going to happen: rain, snow, wind. You know, it's crazy. So when it comes to laying out that the grass like tell me a little bit about what happens in that process so as you can imagine it's a very intricate process so if you look at any nfl stadium there's or mls that has natural turf it's a very specific blend of bermuda grass is what everybody wants to play on well some super smart scientists up at purdue designed this great new grass called tahoma 31 um I don't know how you design a grass, but apparently they figured it out. Is this, that a font or a grass? No, that's a grass. You would think. 
So the length. That Austin is 31. That is centimeters. Joe, that is joking. What do you guys play on Tom's New Roman? And if you're yeah. talking about and if you're talking about designer grasses, I know a guy. He's discreet and talented. <laughs> designer grass woke Evan right back up. <laughs> would you have thought your question would have enacted that? I know. Right? So um, yeah, so the I mean the grass is growing right now in a sod farm in Indiana. When we first found out we got the project, we said, hey, we're buying the grass now. So we went up there. They had just planted it. It was about four months old. It would already look amazing at four months old. So that was back in um, November, and it just had just browned at that point. So this grass, just so you all know, the, it's designed to green sooner and stay green longer. So um, we also have a system that warms the field. Um, it doesn't melt snow per se, but it, it keeps the roots of the grass um, alive and thriving as long as possible. So we will run that system that heats the grass all winter long. So the grass will want to root in and actually grow all winter long. So that, so when April comes around next year, the grass is going to be ready to go. Cause I mean, the grass at our house, we just started mowing it what, two weeks ago. Yep. So, I mean, it, Bermuda likes hot and dry. That's what Bermuda likes. Well, that's not really Kentucky, right? So we have to have special systems to make it hot and dry as much as possible. So I don't think we'll be able to go kick a ball on the stadium grass once it's installed. But can we go up to this field two hours north of here, maybe do a fan-friendly, you guys think? Now we're talking. <laughs> now we're talking. I have a strong hunch the answer to that is no, but I'll run it up the flagpole. Right. You know a guy. I'll just tell you that the price tag for the grass is significant. So. <laughs> I like the pause before significant. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta look for that word, and then you know something is. Uh, something I like that is somebody up. found a way to make a ton of money off of growing grass. <laughs> oh no, it's great! It's crazy. The scientists. You know lots no of people. Ever you know lots of people. Of yeah. He says scientists are involved. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's, all that's expensive right there. That's all on, you a, on a separate. <laughs> There's research behind it. On a separate but related question, uh, how many bars will there be in the new stadium? Oh goodness, we want you want to count them? Yes. I absolutely well, want yeah. to count oh, them. Where's the plan that we count? Them? Okay, here we go. Yeah, I've so got some stuff there, there's oh, there's the there's the an architectural drawing. One, two, three, on four, it. five, six, six. We'll call large bars, and then one giant one. The world so, and the giant one is the bar. one that will be behind Scouse's house. Yep, underneath the scoreboard. Now we're talking. Yeah, and then let, obviously, me zoom, let me zoom in here really well for those watching the video version of the podcast. <laughs> so yeah. clearly, first game of the year, Evan and I will. Host a pub crawl. Yeah, three game you got to hit all three seven. Game oh my pub crawl. Hit all on the seven. Inside of the stadium. We're gonna hit all seven of them before kickoff. And you get bonus points for each, uh, you know, solo vendor you hit. All yeah, seven. absolutely. And that's how I got arrested for running on the field <laughs> with no pants on. Are we talking about like the uh, taste of Louisville City FC? <laughs> yes, nice. we just stop by every single bar that makes it sound classy. and see if that you can still make the match. Jorge, absolutely. All right. We're not gonna do it that nice. But you got, like, <laughs> got it. I'm more. You're thinking taste of the Louisville. I'm thinking Bambi crawl, Bambi walk. Yeah. So we're gonna do something. Bring your shopping carts. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We'll get sta- we get a pass uh, passport and you can stamp your. Uh, yeah, we're there you go. Uh, put the stamps on go. my forehead. I'm exactly. good. Right. All right. Here, here's I'm with a, it. 
Here's another grass-related question, though. How big will the field actually be? Do we have the dimensions of the actual uh, on-the-field pitch? So I'm just going to say this without actually measuring it, but okay. 120 by 80 is what we're going for, right? 120 by 80. Uh, you guys, Brian and Ken, I know you guys, That's Jordan, in yards, by the you way. You guys understand uh, soccer fields better than I do. Is that a big pitch, a small pitch, a medium-sized pitch? It's a big one. It's just, a, just a, shy a regulation. as big as you can get. Right. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Something most Louisville City fans haven't seen, which is that's what a soccer field is supposed to look like. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good. Love it. So and the I kind of pitch the that we thing. see on TV. Exactly. Okay, got it. Except if you're watching New York City FC games. Okay. <laughs> no one's watching that. <laughs> so, so where is the pitcher's mound going to be? <laughs> Are you all going to bury some of the truth monster underneath just, oh. just for ceremony? Superstition. Dude, that's our first tea Tour stop. People would... I, uh, we're gonna. Brad, Brad gave me this idea. We're gonna mow a baseball diamond into the field. <laughs> <laughs> so People will still slip on the turf. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just out of just out of nostalgia. <laughs> Why can't they take the retractable mound from Slucker Field and make that the capo stand? There you go. Oh wow, oh, Jordan. Jordan is a genius. <laughs> wow. I really like it. Okay, can, can you answer that, idea. project manager? <laughs> Hey, it's just, Evan, you're not it's just money, whatever you want to do. You should be taking notes on these brilliant the ideas tonight. Brian, we're literally I recording know. this. I, yeah. Oh, yes. We're a pulley system, obviously. Uh, and that's, that's the other bit Ow. that I believe uh, the supporters groups will be really excited about. There's actually going to be on-concourse storage for all the materials. Is that correct? True story. So and no, no we, more grifty carts that will be dragging across the middle of the field. Hey, stay off the grass. That's all. <laughs> exactly. I, that's all I know. Added like five hundred feet to our pole. <laughs> five hundred feet to keep the field looking lovely. Uh, does anybody have any more uh, construction-related questions? I do. So will Capus be allowed to sling down <laughs> from, the, from, from the top? From the top, like a zip line. Down with the TIFO. <laughs> while like while holding smoke. Yeah, well, that, that's that just that a point, random question. Jorge, Capos, Capos, no, but our inevitable mascot will 100% be able to, uh, to zip line down from the roof. It is inevitable. Did you all What's find anything be? weird? I, like, this is a genuine curiosity that I've had. Did you all find anything weird? When you all were digging? I mean, it's Louisville. Louisville's an old city. And there's some weird stuff that happened in Louisville, like... I wouldn't say weird, but like there is just a ton of old, like, 1910 and whatever, like, Coke bottles. That's and not surprising at all. It's not, but it's it's kind of weird. Like, the guys that are digging out there, like, take them home, clean them up, and sell them on eBay. I don't, I guess they're worth something. <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was just yeah. terrified that he was going to answer that question with, well, we found a whole bunch of Native American artifacts, but yeah. I mean, we didn't think to report it. <laughs> We're going to play the, the entire... first game and the ghosts of horses and warriors. No, are I was more worried about everybody <laughs> shutting us down immediately. <laughs> you guys want to see a dead body? <laughs> <laughs> We're so sorry about that. Oh, no, so, this is great. I'm not. All right. How many, how many entrances will there be to the stadium? Oh, we're going to make me count again. Oh, I wasn't. I, if, it, if it's enough that you have to count, then that's good enough for me. More we'll say more. seven general, general wow. entrances. And then, I mean, each one of those is not just one gate either. It's like a bank of like 10 or something. Right. Well, that's so, really cool. Yeah. You're asking me questions I've not had to like memorize yet. Can, can you ones. talk to us about the scoreboard? What's what's kind of the vision for that? Yeah, thing? so the scoreboard is a bit complicated because if you look at the 
the flyover that was done, um, you'll see that there's like a scoreboard front, back, sides, right? The first, what will be out here day one, no matter what, is a, the big scoreboard facing the field. I know the team is working on trying to get a, a partner to do the sides in the back. That's more advertisement than it is scoreboard. But um, and then also on the on each side of the field, at the bottom of the upper level, there'll be um, ribbon boards there, oh, yeah. score stuff like that. And then Gotta I know stuff. that I know that there's um, field boards in the works. But again, it comes down to partners wanting to sponsor and things like that. So how big? Is the big scoreboard? Oh man, y- y'all are killing me! Mm-hmm. Big, <laughs> big, twice the size of Lynn. Very big. So, Very big. oh, Lynn Stadium definitely bigger than Lynn. Um, all right. So you just get a bunch of LCD screens and like gluing them all together, right? Well, yeah, that I mean, the iPads from Best Buy. That's yeah. how that works, right? <laughs> well, it's, it's, all the ones it's on sale. iPads. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Guys, call TV prices are dropping all the time. So by the time we need this next Dude, year, this is going to be 4K. It's actually an army of there drones that fly in 4K. Are you we're, we're looking at a curve. Are they going to be 3D now. TVs so we all have our glasses on in the stands yeah. watching? I can the confirm there is no 3D TVs. Oh, oh, they're all coming at you. <laughs> well, I don't even know why we bothered no, with this. <laughs> the score is coming right at me. It's crazy. <laughs> hey, write that down as a question for Brad tomorrow, too. Right. Hey, do you guys want to know whether there's not going to be a 3D TV out in the middle of the uh, Scouse's house? I will. I would be not fired, but scolded immediately. Uh, okay, any other? Yeah, I got a couple quick ones. Good. Jason, where are you from? I am originally from Cincinnati, Ohio. I now reside in Shelbyville, Kentucky. Don't wait, 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 wait. I defend us at all costs against those chumps, so just so you know. Have you ever been to a match? Yes, I have. And uh, what is your favorite Girl Scout cookie? Oh, <laughs> see, now we're getting to the important thin, questions. Thin mints, and a question you haven't asked me yet construction is, related. Yeah, it thin, is, it's thin an mints, important so. question. Yeah. I know a lot more about soccer than y'all might Girl might, Scout cookie might think. So I was going to ask if you had much of a soccer history before being involved in this project. Thin yeah, thin so mint. yeah, thin I, mint? I played soccer at NKU for four years and was lucky enough to be on scholarship there the whole time so nice what was your position oh left midfielder so if i drop some weight maybe i can get back out there i don't know we're gonna need you look at the injury list that we have (laughs) i was gonna say it brad Brad texted me the other day i thought he was gonna see if i'd lace it back up but (laughs) all the people working on the stadium local contractors so not everybody's local so i think somebody threw that question out before yeah you did um we're, we're asked to try to meet 75% of the actual workers. Um, you know, I, I'm not ready to say if we'll meet that or not, but that's a goal that we have. Um, was, the most important goal that we're, we're meeting as far as inclusion and local is minority-owned businesses and women-owned businesses. So that's something that Messer Harmon prides ourselves on, and we're going to achieve that goal. We're going to be above 30%, which is amazing for a, awesome. a job like this. So. All right. Amazing. Second awesome. part of that question. Uh, since if they're local, they're probably Louisville City fans. Yeah, they're required after the last game to eat a chicken sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about God, that. God, Jordan. This is you. So if, uh, if we any... lose next game, I'm going to be scolding some people. Oh man. So, uh, you know, is this a, as far as projects you worked on? Is there anything that was surprised you that was difficult that maybe you didn't foresee? As, well, I didn't think this was going to be an issue. Other than the fans are idiots, because clearly <laughs> we're idiots. Yep. Yeah. 
No, I mean, knock on wood, I mean, we've had a lot of good success. Um, I'll give credit to the guys and gals actually out there doing it. I mean, you guys saw how much it rained this year, and they never stopped. I mean, drive by here on a Sunday, you might see them out here working. Definitely on Saturday they're out here. So, you know, they're here. They're wanting to get this done on time. So I think that's awesome. Um, but, yeah, I, I, don't, I, I don't have a good problem to talk about yet, so – Maybe next that's time. Maybe next time. Sign, maybe right? next time we do this. I've got nine of them. <laughs> yeah. But oh, Jersey. Oh gosh. Uh, yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. Jason, no? Uh, this is obviously a very large stadium project for the, especially for the Louisville area. Do you have much history with stadium stadium type projects before? I know Messer does, but is that something yeah, so, you personally worked on? So last job I came from, me and the the team came from Cardinal Stadium. So um, that project. There's a whole list of challenges that we had to deal with because we're building a expansion in between and connecting to a bunch of stuff. So that that's probably why I say I haven't really had that many challenges because that one was shoved in a very tight spot, a lot to figure out there. But so yeah, we spent about 21 months over at Cardinal Stadium before coming here. Jeez. Which reminds me of a question that we had that we had talked about when the stadium was first talked about is there was a discussion of, of easy expansion. Mm-hmm. should the need arise is that something that is built into these plans absolutely so i mean the most simple obvious way is let's cut the roof off let's go up higher right so that's the case and, and really what it comes down to is when or if that happens it's do we want to fill in the bowl or not if it's if it's not then you go up if it's fill it in then maybe you get close to the number you want just by making it a full um, a full circle so yeah i mean our foundations are set and ready to go up another another level, so that is not a problem at all. Nice, cool. What uh, the roof? When we look at the roof in all the drawings and the renderings, it looks like wood. What is it really? It is not wood. It's metal. Um, it's white, white birch, uh, white oak, white oak. White oak. <laughs> Somebody just right. say birch. Did you I, I, I'm from it's Michigan. Balsa. <laughs> so I mean, it's. <laughs> It obviously has the bourbon barrel look, right? Um, it's three different colors of metal metal panels, so and they're random up there. And then plus, where the beams are that kind of stick up and swoop off the roof, that'll be an open gap. It'll be another. It'll be a different color there as well, too. So it'll be be really interesting, cool. Is, but it's not like copper that'll end up uh, changing to uh, that no, green no. patina or anything. No, it won't patina. It's it's um, a painted thing. Yep. Where's the bunghole going to be? Oh, that's a good question. That is a phenomenal question. I never even I thought that. for the birch. <laughs> right, right next to the pitcher's mound is where the bunghole will be. I don't, I don't understand that question. What? Do you really? Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. So there's a, there's a what appears to be a futsal court behind the Scouse's house. And um, is that inside the fence, outside the fence? Is that determined? That is outside the fence. The futsal court is happening. Um, and it'll be, it'll be lit. Um, I don't, I don't know how the team will operate it. I don't know if it'll just be lights on all the time when it's dark or there'll be a button to push to turn the lights on if you want to kick around or whatever. But it's the idea there is there's a playground down there as well. Futsal playground open to the public, like a park. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. Does that conclude our questions about the, the stadium for Mr. Jason? Okay. Well, then, uh, the other things I think we wanted to cover. Actually, I had one final question for Jason. I'm sorry. I'm a jerk. Uh, you, so you, like myself, are a Cincinnati expat. Expat. Uh, 
Are you one of the very few people like myself who loves Louisville City FC but finds no shame in also loving Skyline Chili? Oh, my gosh. So, true story, um, we had a safety launch because we were at 138 days without an injury, which is, which is great. Yeah. All right. um, so, Behind you, Brian. Um, I know. We catered to Skyline for our safety meeting. They Outstanding. Got, so now when I go to Skyline, they're like, Jason, hey, how are you, dude? Let's, whatever you need. So, yeah, Skyline's my favorite. You a Coney man or a three-way man? What's your uh, choice? You got to get the Coney, the three-way, and the Cholito while you're there. All now three. We're talking. Jason and I will take this off air. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, the, the thing that I want to know most from, uh, from our distinguished panel is what – aspect of the stadium most excites people in general like what of it makes you guys get your blood going or what did you see during this tour that we just took that really made you go oh this is real and it's gonna be awesome i guess if we're gonna go around in order for me it was uh, well i'm talking now so i guess i'll go with it for better or for worse let's be realistic it's gonna be for worse um for me, it was actually getting out to stand on there where the capos are going to be, where the drums are going to be, look up on up in the stands and look down on where the field's in. It just feels real now. And now I want to play like Tuesday there. Can we just import the field real quick and drag it over? Is that... <laughs> I like the fact that uh, the, the sight lines on the supporters section side or whatever you want to call it. Uh, make it so that you don't have to watch the game through the goal uh, because typically I'll just scowl somewhere from way probably up top or something like that while throwing my hat and be able to actually watch the game while you fucking people wave your your shit and whatever and get in my way. I love the disdain. Mm. No, I appreciate the environment. <laughs> I just take it we in. Are, we are purely part of the furniture for Jordan. I, I have no problem hanging out with the wheelchair people. <laughs> up in the top and, and watching the game from there. I'm having flashbacks to the time I watched the game with Jordan accidentally in uh, Lynn Stadium. And I yelled for a foul. He goes, you know it wasn't a foul. I can still be upset about it, Jordan. Come on, I'm a fan. And he's like I'm, chastising me. I'm typically me. yelling at all the fans yeah. from up there. They go, oh, and I'm like, come on, really? I go, he got the ball. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Are you go, on? I know. <laughs> I know that, Jordan. Shut up. I'm still outraged. Although, so, yeah. to, before you can take anything that Jordan has to say seriously, if you want to go and follow him on Twitter and go back to last night, you can see him wearing interesting headgear that will uh, take away any credibility he already had. He didn't have any credibility. <laughs> All right. So... Walking through the across the field, looking up at what's built already, when you envision a real soccer stadium experience, this is real. This is real. The the players are going to be sitting on racing car seats. There's going to be a real walk in. There's real stands that they they go way the fuck up there. I mean, it's it's awesome. Um, Sorry, I won't say f- uh, Don't say f- again. Oh, there's a lot of beeps. And then the, the supporters section, which holds 1,900 folks. You know, I love Scouse's house, and I love being down in Scouse's house because it is an awesome view. But the roles have a little bit been reversed here really in this have. case. Yeah. Whereas the the folks in the in our end are... It's not ours and theirs. Anybody can go anywhere they want, but... 
it uh, it it you're above it, so you're gonna have a much more greater view of the game, especially as you get up into the stands, which are as steep as they can go. So, I'm so psyched. Uh, you stole a lot of the things that I was gonna say. I know. I, I read your mind. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I you know. It's going to be, not to sound snobby, but it's going to be very much a soccer field experience. Talking to Jason, talking to, to Brad when we were walking around is, you'd ask a question and it's, yeah, we're going to do this. And, it, and it's because this is what you do at a soccer, not what you do at a soccer game, but it is very much a, okay, we're not trying to pigeonhole what we're doing into um, a, a facility. It's a facility built for what we do, if that makes any sense. So, yeah. Uh, to me, that's really exciting. That there's no more compromises. There's no more. Well, we got to do this. Oh, well, we got turf over here. You know, none of that stuff is anymore. And it's a real our house um, built from the ground up. And I, I think that is insanely exciting to me. I mean, I'm I, I, I'm wound up about. it. I love walking around the field out there today. I think it was great. I, I couldn't even imagine this six years ago. Yeah. Couldn't even imagine it. It's unbelievable. I mean, six years ago we didn't have a team. And we've got a team, we're like, oh, where are we going to put them? And now we have this this cathedral to soccer yeah. going up. It almost brings tears in my eyes. Yeah, one of the one of the best parts about being a Lou City fan is bringing people from the city, like people you work with or your friends who've never been to a game. Part of the joy is bringing them and saying, you know, that, you know, this is why we come here. This is the excitement. And now anybody who hasn't been to a game, anybody who hasn't watched a game, now we can bring them somewhere and be like, no, for real. This is a fucking thing. Like, this is why you should be here. <clears throat> See, what's so, just me? Beep. Um, my thing is, we are part of a minority here, which is people that has been in a soccer-specific stadium. I've been, I grew up with that, and it is just a life-changing experience to have the acoustics, to have the feel, to be there. And I don't know what the percentage is of people in this city that's been to a soccer-specific stadium with this kind of volume, with this kind of... I mean, this is great. This is great. And and like Ken said, it's been only a few years where we, you know, dreamed of having a team here and where we're going to put them. And um, Slugger Field was the best uh, that we could do. This is a, a, a this is a game changer. This is going to not just bring new fans, but this is going to really be a nice um, staple to this city. That I mean, I'm just I'm just excited to be part of it. You know, like be the one that was recording this podcast with all you fine people. That that this is just cool, man. We're, we're making history today, and and with this stadium. Because generations to come will enjoy this construction, and you know, you, you, your name will be part of this 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 whole thing, man. And this is really cool. I'm talking to the project manager over here. Um, so thank you guys. I mean, this is cool, exciting. I cannot wait. Jason, is there anything in particular that uh, you, while you're building it or whatever, that uh, that you got, you're thinking, oh my god, this is going to be so freaking cool? I think. <clears throat> even though it's not like some 80,000 seat stadium, it's got its own corks to it or corks, whatever. Um, the roof, how it comes wraps around and it kind of like 
flares up. I think that's awesome. I mean, at one point in time, it's like the only way the stadium is going to happen if the roof's not on it. And the ownership came together and said, no, we're putting the roof on this stadium. It's important to us to give it the feel, the experience that everybody wants to keep the sound and whatever all the reasons might be. That's one of the coolest things that, that we have, you know, you don't put the roof on the thing. It's just a high school stadium, right? Like, yeah, it looks like that. something Saint X could have built with a really good yeah. fundraiser. Yeah, like that's not what that's not what we wanted, right? So, yeah, that's well, that's really awesome. Walking around the stadium today, and thanks again so much for letting us go on this tour of your work site because it's it's freaking amazing. But uh, the thing that struck me the most was like. It's it's a little bit what Jorge was talking about that uh, how much this is going to mean was what it, what I was feeling while I was walking around was the idea of not any one particular feature not you know oh the the bars are gonna be cool or oh the the video board will be there the thing that was most impressive to me was the idea of like oh you know they might put in a for whatever reason there's a banister there and every time Andy comes on to the into the stadium he has to touch that banister because we won that one time and that he'll do that for 10 years or the idea that you know when you I'm always going to walk in the gate on the west end because that's the gate that I walked through the night that we scored that badass goal and so that's going to be my gate and uh, just the ownership that individuals take of absolutely everything in a stadium like this I was feeling that everywhere we walked today was this might be the place something amazing happens and it's going to happen for our team here. And you, you don't get many chances to be a part of something like that being built. And while it was happening, I was really thinking about, you know, two and a half years ago being at the city council meetings, the Metro council meetings and sitting there and uh, thinking, I hope this goes through. I hope we find a way to make this happen. And I was thinking, honestly, about, you know, the people like Brian and Ken who've been pushing for a team to be in this city for a decade or more before I even lived here, let alone cared about Louisville City. And that's the stuff. Walking around in a, in a construction yard, even one as cool as this is, that's the stuff I was thinking about. Not, uh, oh, man, that, that beam's cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Although they are nice beams. They, they are, are gorgeous Those beams. Those are nice beams. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know, I thought about this on uh, this past week. I had a friend of mine in town, and we were looking at the plaque with all the names of the first year. And my, my little boy, Tucker, who's now seven, his name's on that plaque. My dog's name is on that plaque. <laughs> so you're comparing your dog. <laughs> <laughs> Just thought I'd throw that out there. 138 days, better to get reset. <laughs> I think Ken can take me, just so you know. I might be the one that's injured, but still. Uh, you know. Wow, what are you, jackass? Uh, and I, I think everything you guys just, everything you just said is like that, but even more magnified for me. And I'm looking at thinking, you know, you know, 20 years from now, hopefully he's still going to games, or he's going with his high school buddies, or, you know, takes a girl there for the first time. You know, that, you know, like my wife, who gets dragged to soccer games. First time he takes a girl, he can go, hey, look. I'm right up there. You know, I think that's the kind of cool stuff that you think back and go, wow, this yeah. is this is something special. And thinking about going to, you were talking about going to Saints. You know, I remember sitting in a back room with Taylor and Tim, and I don't know if you, Ken was there. I don't know if Ken was there. were a bunch of people I didn't even know who they are. They're probably, bam, I don't, still know. Martin was there. Augustus. Augustus was there. Hibby was there. Yeah. And those guys talking about getting a team. And I'm thinking, how are you going to pull this off? And the next thing I know, what has happened, you know? So I think that's uh, uh, a little bit emotional. It's, it's kind of a, uh, yeah, I'm out of words right now. 
So all of the big things that everybody is excited about, uh, are there any concerns? Like, is anybody, did anybody walk around here today and go, this is what I'm most worried about about the stadium, about whether or not this will be cool or whether or not this is going to suck? It seems like a Jordan question. It really, <laughs> I, I may have right. designed it with I Jordan have an in answer, mind. But I think it's Jordan's turn to talk, and he's right. definitely, it's right in his wheelhouse. I think the thing that most fans would be concerned about is that after it's done and they open, and we finally see Chick fil A Stadium. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh that'd be a, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, thanks for being that guy, Jordan. What? <laughs> <laughs> he is that guy, though. <laughs> it's a callback. Yeah. We see what he did there. Um, I, I like the fact, so if, if we were talking about this, the uh, the Cooper section will be elevated. So you're going to be up above, you were talking about not having to see through goals. I'm so tired of having to see through goals at games. Uh, it'll be up, elevated up, so you'll be looking down at the stadium. So if you're in that section, you don't have to do that. But there is a pretty wide row for capos that goes all the way across the supporter section. And for me, a little bit, you've got you got to fill up a lot of people uh, in that area, and it's a little weird to have that entire concourse from one end of the supporter section to the other. Um, not probably how I would have done it. I think it would be interesting to see how that plays out because there is a distance there. Uh, I would have put the capo stands in the middle and the drums in the middle, and then had the two sections on the other end come all the way out as close as you can get to the rails. I'll give Does I'll give a little sense? I'll give a little insight to your concern. We were talking about a little bit. Yeah, so if you look at the plans, it doesn't like say capo section, right? It it actually is for um, ADA accessible seating. So every okay. every different view, gotcha. every different view that you have in the stadium, you have to provide a certain percentage of the same view for accessibility. So what you'll see on game day is you'll see. Um, the capos will be there in the middle, right? And then there's the potential that somebody calls up, say, hey, I want to sit in that section, but I've got a wheelchair or a walker or whatever it might be, and they'll be stationed there along with their, their partner. So, so they kind have to of, sit next to the capos? No, nah, I mean, not right next to them, but yeah. <laughs> no. Dangerous. Right. So, I mean, it's just kind of one of those nuances that, unfortunately, the design team just can't get around always. But No, that makes sense. So, I'm less concerned about now. That's, yeah, that's I mean, good obviously, yeah, your point's really good. Like, is somebody going to really want to sit right next to those screaming dudes, right? I don't know. Maybe. I think as long as we can sling down. With, as long as you uh, can sling down. <laughs> with, with the TIFO. We can cap around that, people in wheelchairs. That's problem. all good. Jorge just has this vision of this stadium, meaning that he is Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I think Rebecca brought up a very big point as far as I'm more concerned about the parking. Because it looks like the stadium goes until, like, the highway, and then yeah. you look uh, so, how many parking spots. So, again, you're asking me a question that I've not, that I've not counted yet. I can tell you the spot that we're sitting on right now, um, there is a proposed parking garage to go here, but I think many of you may or may not know parking garages don't really make that much money. So there needs to be an anchor that, that makes uh, the parking garage worthwhile. So... I think if you see if you see a retail building or an apartment complex or something like a mixed use building get built next to the stadium, you're going to see the parking garage come very quickly after it. Um, I so do that's know what we need to do. We have to scout. Yeah, get get some people out, get them out here, and have them call Brad and tell them that they want to build a building. But, but for game one, yeah, but for game one, I can lift. tell I can tell you that that they already have asked us to, and we're, we'll likely proceed with adding parking. Um, I don't know exactly how many spaces it is, but there's not going to be ground out here that they're not going to let you park on. Like I think back here, you know, we're going to make a nice gravel lot um, just because it's not really, you don't want to spend money just to tear it up a year later. So part of it will be gravel. Part of it will be a actual fixed permanent parking area. So 
I can confirm that it's not eleven thousand nine hundred parking spots, but it'll <laughs> it'll be pretty it'll be pretty it's decent. Not a lot. March in, drink in Butcher Town first. Yeah, I'm sure we'll find a way. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I'm actually really curious with how great this location is in terms of uh, Butcher Town and how up and coming and how amazing some of the bars and restaurants in the area are. I'm really curious to see that first game because this is going to be a supporter group question. We're not going to try to dictate where you guys go before games. I'm really curious to see where the supporter groups end up being like, we're tailgating here. We're partying here before games. Because, I mean, maybe it's the parking lot. Maybe it's one of the local restaurants or bars. Maybe it's Waterfront Park, which is a quarter mile from here. Uh, I'm really curious to see because that's the sort of thing that you just don't know until everybody shows up that first day like, Yep, my cooler's here. This is where we're drinking. So I, I, I want to see where you guys pick. That big circular area at the end of the walking bridge. Completely reasonable yeah. choice, assuming that, that it's not illegal, in which case, Matt, you're so dumb. <laughs> um, I'm okay with that. No other major concerns from anybody? See, I like that, that we had a lot of really good, oh, man, this would be awesomes, and not very many I'm really worried about. This is... Food, drink, bathroom. Those are important. Food, drink, bathroom is what Graham said, yeah. And, and I mean, I think that's going to be any stadium that you go to. And uh, there are uh, people who are way smarter than me in the Louisville City front office and at uh, the, our partners like AEG who are figuring out right now how to both, you know, turn a profit but also still provide a positive fan experience for everybody and make sure that nobody who wanted to come to a game is being prevented from – doing so by uh, how things are priced. So I, I, being there and hearing the conversations that are going on, I really trust that uh, they're going to do what's, what's basically right for that and still be able to uh, make this a profitable venture for uh, the, the ownership groups and for the people who are you know trying to bring this product to the market. Well, we still have ESP security because they're pretty cool. I have zero control over who our security company will be. But uh, I will keep you posted as I find that information on. Well, I mean, I tried to pick, but I told them I wanted the Ninja Turtles, and they laughed <laughs> at me and got angry, and so I just gave up on it. Um, the, does anybody have final thoughts they sort of want to share here, or any final little tidbits that they're curious about from Jason? Because I think that uh, th- I think we've covered most of what I wanted to cover. If anybody had something else that they were particularly thinking about, Jason, are you going to get a season tickets when the stadium opens? I may or may not already possess 14 season tickets. Wait a minute. That's Wait a, lot. a minute. Yeah, okay. Wait a minute. You have 14 season tickets for next year already? No, for this year. Oh, okay. I was going to say, man, I didn't even know that we had tickets available for next year. I was about to get it really excited. Also, also our mayor may not have two secret seats. I was going to say, he project. built tunnels secret into seats. the building. They're secret. Yeah. What defi- what's Are a secret seat? Like, what does that mean? They're, they're not on the blueprint. Now, actually, Brad busted me the other day. He found my two secret seats, so I had to switch them back to open to everybody. Yep. Were they, like, on the bench with the players? Like, what, what It was a secret seat. Yeah. It was, they, were very, they were very near the players' bench, yes. It was, right. in, it was in the video board. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, if, if nobody else has any specific thoughts, uh, I want to thank everybody for coming along tonight. I want to uh, say that I appreciated uh, both the front office who make decisions, allowing us to do this, and uh, for Jason for taking us on a nice tour and showing us a lot of really cool stuff. Thank you, Jason. Yeah, yeah no Jason, problem. Thank, thank you very much. You're the man, Jason. Jason.
it, it pains me to say as well, this was, this was Evan's idea. So, Evan, thank you very much for uh, suggesting this. Yeah, see, he's doing painful. that because now he knows this was a massive failure and that no one's going to enjoy it. He's like, nah, this was be, Evan's fault. It'll be fine. Um, no, and it'll, it'll be mostly okay. Always good to get together with uh, the hosts of the other podcasts. And uh, you guys know everybody here appreciates all your work. And so, uh, Jason, thank you. Podcast hosts, thank you. Uh, and always, always a big thank you to Patrick Arkenberg on the ones and twos. Knocking, knocking we'll it. We'll talk to him off. Of he doesn't know what that means. <laughs> are you are you going to censor? Are you going to bleep out all the curse words? We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Don't do it. Uh, fucking hope not. <laughs> Come on. He's <laughs> making his job harder. <laughs> are we going to end the podcast the way we normally end the podcast? It's not my podcast. If you guys want to end it that way, I'm happy to. But uh, if that's the case, then Andy and I only ever end our podcast by saying one thing, and that is. Go City! Father wears his Sunday best Mother's tired, she needs a rest The kids are playing up downstairs Sister's sighing in her sleep Brother's got a date to keep you can't hang around Something happening and it's usually